I'm Lucas. I'm going into 12th grade and I go to Palmetto High School. So I started coming to Fuse in sixth grade, went pretty much throughout all of middle school. And then in ninth grade, I kind of fell off, didn't come for about a year. And then I started coming back in, I'd say, 10th grade. So Lucas in 10th grade um, definitely found his identity in people's uh, thoughts about him. He, he cared so much about um, being known, having all these friends, uh, when hoping that people would think about him as the popular guy or the guy that plays sports or the, the guy that hangs out with these certain people. Like, definitely 10th grade Lucas cared a lot about you know, what people thought about him. I feel like I wanted to see myself in, with those things and associated with those things because um, as a younger kid, I never had many friends. I didn't have a lot of community. And I guess I just felt like if I had all these friends, you know, I'd finally be having fun or um, people would finally know who I am. And so I guess I just thought it would, it would just help me to be somebody and it would give me happiness. I've been strong and I've been broken within a mold. I've been faithful and I've been reckless at every bend. I've held everything together and watched the shadow. I've stood tall and I have I have wrestled and I have trembled towards the rain. Chased my heart adrift and drifted home again. Plundered blessings till I've been desperate to find redemption. And every time I turn around, Lord, you're still. I was found before I was lost. I was yours before I was not. This grace you spared for all my mistakes. Yours, Lord, take it all. 
that have really helped me find my true identity have been my fuse group leader, Brady. He's always wanting to talk to me about things that I'm going through, always telling me what, you know, he thinks the best thing to do is. My fuse group as well. We try to challenge each other every day to read the Word. And so just definitely the community that I've gotten from my fuse group and my fuse group leader, that's really helped me to stay on that track. Things that are true about Lucas now that weren't true about a year ago. He definitely sees himself differently. He sees himself as, you know, a son of God who's who the Father is proud of, who doesn't have to care so much about what people think about him or um, being seen as, you know, this popular sports guy. He sees himself now as just loved by God and the only thing that matters is what he thinks. is hidden with Christ and God. I love Lucas's story. It's, you know, it's kind of this raw story of 
a young man becoming who God has created him to be. And I love it because whether you know it or not, whether I choose to admit it or not, his story is my story and it's your story. It's all of our story because all of us are in search of our true identity. And this isn't just like your generation's journey. This is the journey of every single generation uh, that's ever existed, is this journey to try and figure out who we actually are. It's the, the question of who am I really? Like who, who actually am I? And, and if we were born a couple of thousand years ago, we would be asking this question based on what tribe we came from or what village we live in. And today we have to find ourselves asking this question based off uh, a set of different answers. Do I play this sport or that one? Do I fit in with the funny people or do I fit in with the, the people in the band? Or, you know, who, who is my crowd and who can I be in response to that question? Who am I, really? The, the famous um, Irish poet Oscar Wilde is kind of known for this statement. You've probably heard this before, even if you haven't heard of Oscar Wilde. He said, be yourself, because everyone else is already taken, which is awesome, but how can I be myself if I don't know who I am? How can I be truly myself if I don't know where I come from? In, in fact, uh, over the last three or four years, one of the most popular things in the world has become companies that offer self-DNA tests where you can get a tube and spit in it and then send it off and they'll send you back the results of who you are and where you come from and you know what, what you are actually. And it's really fascinating that over the last few years, everybody has begun asking the question, who am I genuinely? Like, like where do I come from and who is this? That there's this, this global worldwide longing in our souls to know who we are. And I would just want you to know that that's why over the next several weeks, we're talking about our identities. And we're talking about what it looks like to discover who we truly are. Where does it come from? This is at the heart of doing life with Jesus. Because one of the things that's been true about people like me and you who try to walk with Jesus, who try to follow him, who try to constantly lay our life down and pick up our cross and follow after him, one of the things that's been true about us for thousands of years is that we hold to this belief that there was a point in life where God himself decided to create me. We share this common belief that God created me. I was God's idea, which is really, really, really important. Because in, in pursuit of our identities, um, it's important to know that you were not an accident. It's important to know that you were not the result of a crazy weekend in college. It's, it's important to know that you weren't an afterthought. It's important to know that God himself is the one who decided it would be a good idea for you to exist. That's really, really fundamentally important to you and I discovering our true identity. But something else that people like me and you, Christians, have held on to from the beginning is this belief that all of our journeys take a similar turn. And this turn is that we live in a world where we have been given by God, created in his image, the ability to choose to love him and follow him or to choose to reject him and do it our own way. And all of us choose to reject God and do it our own way. And we call this sin. 
We call this sin, this idea that like at some point, whether it's the way you feel about dating and relationships or the way you feel about your parents or the way that you feel like you should act in class or act with your friends, whether you should tell the truth or not, like there's always an instance where each of us get to the point where we feel like we know the way to do it better than God. And we all kind of want to live in this world where there's no real consequences for our decisions and it doesn't really matter, but that's not the world that God created. The world that God created is a world that actually really, really loves consequences. It really, really loves God being the one who made us in his image. And it's really important that we, we understand that. But we also believe that it didn't just take a turn called sin. We believe that there's a solution to this, a real life solution to the problem of our broken identities. And so the, the consequences of us rejecting God and doing things our way is that we're left to ask this question, then where do I find myself? Am I just the sum total of the things that I feel? Am I just the, the last 10 thoughts that I had? Am I whatever my coach says about me? Am I just whatever that group of girls at the lunch table thinks about me? Is that who I really am? If they don't think I'm funny, is that who I am? I'm, I'm the, the one that's not. Like we're, we're left to search all over the place for ourselves until Jesus himself comes and he saves us and he draws us to himself. And we hear about the love of God in the gospel, and we put our faith in Jesus. And then Paul, right, the Apostle Paul, we come back to his writing all the time because he's responsible for building these churches 2,000 years ago, and his message, his letter to those churches is still just as important to us today. He would say uh, to all the Christians in here and in the past, he would say this in Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, and this is where we get this idea from. This is where we get this understanding from. He says this, this is what he's trying to encourage them in pursuit of your real true identity. Here's what he says. You, like you, you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So in this strange way, Paul would actually say the way to find out your true identity is to understand that in pursuit of Jesus, your life has died and has gone away and is now hidden away with Christ in God. And so what we've got to figure out how to do in order to pursue who we actually are and who God made us to be, we have to understand that it's more about us and who we think we are dying and being buried and baptized into death with Jesus and more of the life of Christ being birthed in us. That's why we can say things like we're gonna talk about over the next few weeks, like, man, I'm forgiven. When you feel like you are so guilty, when you feel like you are, you are on the hook, man, when you feel so ashamed, no, you can say with integrity, no, I am forgiven of my trespasses. But how? Because you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. That's why you can say things like, no, look, I'm chosen. I'm set apart. I was picked by God to do great things in the world. But how? Yeah, of course you can say that because you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. That's how you can, you can say things like we're going to talk about the next couple of weeks. I get to be called a son of God, a daughter of the God most high. How? Because I have died and my life is hidden with God in Christ. That's how God can choose to look down on me and with pleasure and with joy, see me with all of my flaws and my mistakes and my errors and choose to be filled with joy when he sees me because I've died and my life is hidden with Christ in God.
This should fuel our worship to God, that he could look at us and see us, not us, but see us hidden away in Christ. This should be the foundation of our identity, not whether or not we fit in, not whether or not we're liked, not whether or not we know what to say and know what to wear. And it's just chasing all these things that you're never going to catch up to. And when you do, the trends change. And so you won't be cool again. And so all of these things move around all the time. And the one place that we can find our identity that will be consistent is by asking the question, where am I looking? Am I hidden away in Christ? Am I allowing the life of Christ to be lived through me? Am I constantly dying away and having more of my flesh and my selfish ambition and more of my fears and more of my you know, greed and all this? Is all of that dying away and I'm finding myself more and more hidden away in Christ so that the life of Jesus can begin to be lived out of me. So over the next few weeks, I want you to do this. I want you to memorize this with me, okay? There's this group. They have this, this thing they do, and they actually wrote it for their kids. And so uh, I, we put it up and printed it and put it in our house, and we say it all the time, and it's been really awesome. But it's really, really helpful in remembering our identity. You ready? So we're going to say this every week for the next few weeks, and I want you to say it with me. I want you to remember it with your fuse group. I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I'm the beloved of God. It's who I am. No one can take it away from me. I don't have to hurry. I don't have to worry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. I want you to say that to yourself over the next few weeks. I want you to remind yourself of that. I want you to, as, as football season gets kicked off and as, as cheerleading gets back in the swing of things or doesn't, and as friend groups change and as summer flings kind of wear off and all of us are again at the beginning of this new season trying to find ourselves and find our identity, I want us to be asking the question, am I finding myself as I'm hiding away in Christ? Am I finding myself as someone who my life has died and I've hidden myself away in Christ? Or am I looking to everywhere else to find out who I truly am? knowing that that's just, it's never going to get there for me. So where are you looking to find your identity? Let me pray. Father, thank you uh, for these words. Thank you for this text. Thank you for this challenge, both from Jesus and from Paul, that we are to see ourselves as uh, we've died and our life is hidden with Christ in God. That, that this 2 Corinthians 5 idea that if anyone is in Christ, they're this new creation where this this Christ life is being birthed out of me where I can find myself not having to strive according to my flesh. I can find myself not having to, to fight and to earn and to, to work according to the things that my flesh wants, but I can trust you that you see me as someone who has died and my life is hidden away and there you, therefore you see your son, Jesus, and you look perfectly upon him and you're pleased to give him the keys to the kingdom. So God, we bless you. Will you help us over these next few weeks to truly learn who we are in Christ? It's in his name we pray. Amen.